the word for the circumcision of our Lord. Colossians chapter 2, verses 11 through 15. In him you were also circumcised in the putting off of the sinful nature, not with the circumcision done by the hands of men, but with the circumcision done by Christ, having been buried with him in baptism and raised with him through your faith in the power of God who raised him from the dead. When you were dead in your sins and in the uncircumcision of your sinful nature, God made you alive with Christ. He forgave us all our sins, having canceled the written code with its regulations that was against us and that stood opposed to us. He took it away, nailing it to the cross, and having disarmed the powers and authorities, he made a public spectacle of them, triumphing over them by the cross. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, Amen. Tonight, billions of people will gather to mark the passage of time. One year closes out, another begins, and along with the annual New Year's festivities, one refrain will undoubtedly resound, Out with the old, in with the new. A little more than two thousand years ago, Mary and Joseph also marked the passage of time. For them, however, it was not the new year, but the eighth day. For God had told Abraham, This is my covenant with you and your descendants after you, the covenant you are to keep. Every male among you shall be circumcised. For the generations to come, every male among you who is eight days old must be circumcised. My covenant in your flesh is to be an everlasting covenant. Any uncircumcised male who has not been circumcised in the flesh will be cut off from his people. He has broken my covenant. For Mary and Joseph, the physical act of circumcision was an act of faith, a participation in the community of believers to which God had called them. This was also God's commitment to them and to their child, that they are a part of his eternal family. But it was far more than that. Jesus came to fulfill circumcision. For ever since Adam and Eve and the fall into sin, man has transmitted sin and death to his children, one generation to the next. The act of circumcision indicated the need for sin to be cut off and removed, that we might have life. The true circumcision that has lasting value, therefore, is not the circumcision of the flesh, but that of the heart. Jesus, who was circumcised in the flesh, makes it possible for us to be circumcised in our hearts. Through the holy washing, God has welcomed you, male and female, into his family of circumcised believers. We, who were separated from him by the death of our sinful nature, we, who were unable to come to God by our own efforts, we, who stood condemned by the law which testified against us, we are given salvation by his Son, his Son, who fulfilled the law perfectly for us, his Son, who provides purification for all sins through faith in his blood, his Son, who creates within us a clean heart and brings us close to God again. And now, because of this Son, who became our brother, 
and who placed his name on us in baptism, we also may claim the full rights of sons. By him we call God our Father, and become heirs with him of our Father's eternal home. Throughout the centuries, the Church has regarded the number eight as symbolic of the covenant of grace between God and man, connecting circumcision, resurrection, and baptism. Your congregation's baptismal font might be eight-sided for this very reason. The eighth day was the day of the covenant of circumcision. It was also the eighth day, that is, the first day of the new week, when sin and death lay defeated by way of the resurrection. And it is by way of baptism that Christ unites sinners to his all-sufficient death payment for sin and raises us new creations in him. Tonight, when you mark the passage of time one year to the next, also mark this the eighth day. For you have been baptized into Christ. In the enduring power of your baptism, drown again your sinful nature in repentance, putting to death the power of sin within you, and rising anew to live before God in righteousness and purity. For in Christ the old has gone, the new has come. Let us pray. Dearest Jesus, as this year comes to a close, we ask your mercy. For all of the ways we have cut ourselves off from you by our sinful hearts and actions, we seek your forgiveness. For being cut off from the Father for our sins, thereby earning our forgiveness and salvation, we give you unending thanks and praise. Be with us now as we enter this new year. Cleanse our hearts by your perfect absolution and lead us in it as your redeemed people. Amen.